Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to episode 8 of the Fantasy NFL Today podcast. Happy Wednesday and welcome to episode 8. I am your host, J.P. Sticko, and welcome to the Fantasy NFL Today podcast presented to you by SportsEthos.com. Very soon, within the next couple of weeks, my rankings will be posted on SportsEthos.com's website. We are dropping a whole new, brand new NFL portion of the website. We'll have fantasy sports, we'll have betting advice, and we'll have overall great written articles by our writers. I am super, super excited to get that started. But until then, you're stuck with me. You'll be stuck with me throughout the rest of the season and hopefully for the very, very near and far out future as the voice of the SportsEthos.com Fantasy NFL Today podcast. Episode 8, I'm going to piggyback off Episode 7 where I gave you wide receivers that are really, really low um, with their ADPs, meaning that I believe they are going to excel and should be drafted higher than where they're currently getting drafted. But until that, I want to talk about some of the questions that I posted on Twitter. As always, the first question I imposed on Twitter was, what or where, I'm sorry, do you believe Michael Pittman would finish this year in PPR? Top 10, top 15, top 20, or outside the top 20? So, like I expected, many of us are thinking that Michael Pittman and PPR is going to finish in the top 15. Top 15 ended with 63%, and the only other one to get a vote with 38% was top 10. I'm going to tell you guys right now, Michael Pittman will be in my top 10, not my top 15, my top 10 rankings when you go to sportsethos.com and you check out my rankings. Now, of course, this is only rankings number one. This is like a rough, 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 rough draft. I will come out with plenty of rankings, plenty of updates. But as of right now, Michael Pittman is for sure going to land in my top 10. And if you want to know why, make sure you go back if you haven't already and listen to episode seven. The second question that I posed on Twitter got a lot of responses. I got about 40 responses on this question. So here's the question. You're on the clock. Who are you drafting in a PPR league? Amari Cooper, Michael Thomas, DJ Moore, or Allen Robinson? This really surprised me. Coming in in last place, tied for last place, was Allen Robinson and Michael Thomas with 18% of the votes each. That's kind of shocking to me. Um, many people are very high on Allen Robinson this year on the, on the Rams. They think that Stafford is really going to utilize his skills, and Stafford is obviously the best quarterback that he's ever played with. So if Allen Robinson's everything that people were saying he was as far as a receiver, he should explode in Los Angeles. Now, obviously, people are taking into account target shares. Cooper Cup's going to get his targets again, but I do like Allen Robinson this year. Michael Thomas, I spoke about him in the last episode. I believe Michael Thomas is going to have a good year if he comes back healthy to the New Orleans Saints. I think he's going to be a PPR machine. Amari Cooper finishes in second place with 28%. I do love Cooper this year on the Cleveland Browns. I think that he's their only really big wide receiver threat in terms of production, in terms of he's going to have a high target share. 
I do like the rookie Bell. A lot of been coming out on Bell recently on Twitter and on other sport platforms. Bell is this new up and coming rookie that everybody's talking about. Um, Donovan People Jones is still there. Um, but I do like Cooper this year in Cleveland. And last but not least, the winner of this poll with 36%, which is shocking to me, DJ Moore. Out of all four of those guys, assuming Deshaun Watson plays this year, DJ Moore has the worst quarterback of the bunch. DJ Moore is obviously Carolina's best receiver, but I don't believe he would top this list for me. If you want to see who tops this list for me, make sure you check out my rankings, but I'll give you a hint. It's not DJ Moore, but I do understand why you guys are going that way. It's just very concerning because in the past couple of years, DJ Moore has finished 26, 27 in that range in PPR. So just be careful with DJ Moore. He is explosive. He'll give you great weeks, but the quarterback play scares me. And as we know, Carolina's quarterback play down the drain. Okay. So now that I got through those questions, I want to get right to it. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's get rolling. The old saying, there's too many chefs in the kitchen or there's too many cooks in the kitchen in this example would be a lie. Houston Texans have absolutely nobody other than Brandon Cooks. Can you name another player on Houston? that is playing the wide receiver position other than Brandon Cooks this year? No, you probably can't. So can you guess what number, or ADP, I should say, Brandon Cooks is? 30 wide receivers. He's the 30th wide receiver taken currently. That is absurd. Cook has only went under 1,000 yard receivings two times in his eight-year career. That means he's been over a thousand yard receiving in six out of his eight years. One of the years he didn't do it, he was a rookie. And the other year he did it, he was injured. Oh, but, you know, Cook is more that downfield threat. He's not really important in PPR. Well, that's absolutely wrong. Did you know Brandon Cook's averaged nine targets per game in 12 games with Davis Mills under center, who will be the center in tech for in Houston next year? Call me crazy. But I am right now taking Cooks in my rankings over DK Metcalf. That sounds insane, doesn't it? Cooks over Metcalf. But not when you break down the numbers and not when you understand that wide receiver and quarterback chemistry in the NFL is huge. And currently, Drew Locke and Metcalf have zero chemistry. And until they prove it to me, give me Cooks over DK Metcalf. I know I'm going to get a lot of slack on this, but again, my first rankings, before I see any training camp and any connections between DK and Locke that, that, that grow over time, in my first rankings, you will see Brandon Cooks ranked above DK Metcalf. Give me Brandon Cooks. Do not forget the name Brandon Cooks. He always goes quietly in drafts. He always has for some reason. I don't know why. But he's going really quietly this year because he plays for the Houston Texans. Do not forget Brandon Cooks. Folks, there is no such thing as a fantasy offseason, only the pre-draft season. And here at Sports Ethos, the pre-draft season has already begun. 
Our expert analysis are churning out important lessons learned and draft analysis on incoming rookies so you can get a jump on your prep and will have incredible free agency and a summer league coverage as well. But only if you're part of our premium member team. Head to sportsethos.com now and click on the premium tab to grab a fantasy pass today. Seriously, just cook yourself one extra lunch per month because this deal is only $5.99. I'll see you there. R-E-L-A-X. Relax. Quoted from the Aaron Rodgers, the next guy on my list for receivers that I believe are going to exceed their eight current ADP is a guy that's kind of fallen off, fallen off the radar thanks to the NFL draft. Out of Green Bay, all the talk has been Christian Watson. I was... I am still high on Christian Watson, but after really breaking down numbers and really thinking about it while doing my rankings, Alan Lazard is being extremely undervalued right now. Alan Lazard has a rapport with Aaron Rodgers. Christian Watson doesn't. He's getting zero respect, Alan Lazard. He is, as of right now, where it stands. Training camp hasn't happened. Alan Lazard is Green Bay's number one wide receiver. Alan Lazard had eight touchdowns in 2021. He added 40 catches and 500 yards. Obviously, the 40 catches and 500 yards isn't much to write home about, but Scantlin and Adams are no longer in Green Bay. Lazard is really the only returner, Randall Cobb, right, that, that they have at the receiver position. I think Alan Lazard is going to have a very good season now that I really went down, back and looked at it. I also went back and I looked at times where uh, Adams was hurt or out. In 2020, Adams was out against the New Orleans Saints. Lazard went for six catches, 146 yards, and a score. He's 26 years old. That's prime time breakout age. Again, all the attention has been centered around the new shiny toy in Green Bay, Christian Watson, for a good reason. I do think Christian Watson's going to be good, but he, again, is a rookie. And Aaron Rodgers, if we know anything about Aaron Rodgers, he likes guys that he's familiar with. He likes guys that know where they need to be before he throws the ball. He likes guys that are not going to mess up routes, and he likes guys that know the playbook. Lazard better know the playbook. He's been around long enough. So I'd rather go with a guy that Aaron Rodgers is comfortable with and a guy that has proved that he can be productive in the NFL. He had eight scores last year. So as of right now, on my current rankings, I'm going to have Alan Lazard ranked over Christian Watson. Alan Lazard is falling right now in his ADP. He's going in drafts in the 51 to 60 range. That to me is wild. Even if he's wide receiver two in Green Bay, to be ADP being drafted at wide receiver 60, not even overall, but wide receiver 60 is insane. Remember Alan Lazard. Do not forget Alan Lazard because of the new shiny toy in Christian Watson. Give me all of the Lazard you can. I am Batman. That didn't sound like Batman, but that was my best Batman attempt. And instead of Batman, I used Bateman to see what they did. Anyway, so the next guy on my list is obviously Rashard Bateman. ADP 41. 
Thanks to Hollywood Brown being shipped away, Bateman's ADP should have skyrocketed. But it honestly really hasn't. We're talking about the number one wide receiver here in Baltimore. The number one wide receiver in Baltimore. Obviously, after Andrews in terms of target share, but the number one wide receiver in Baltimore. The argument here is Jackson is just a runner. Jackson's the running back. He's not the quarterback. But that would be wrong. Lamar Jackson has thrown for 3,127 yards, 2,757 yards, 2,882 yards, and 78 touchdowns in three years. In 12 games, and Lamar Jackson played 12 games, but Marquise Brown had 91 catches last year. Those 91 catches and all those targets are going to have to go elsewhere. Those targets are going to go to Bateman. Not all of them, but majority of them. Do you think the Ravens would have traded Hollywood Brown if they didn't trust Bateman to become their number one wide receiver? Absolutely not. They're absolutely leveraging this year if they thought that they can just ship Hollywood Brown off and not have an instant step in at wide receiver one, and that would be Bateman. Bateman's ADP again is 41, but I honestly believe Bateman has an opportunity this year to finish top 25. And guess what? In my rankings this year, hot take, my first rankings, Bateman's going to be in my top 25. However, as I always say, those things could change. But as it stands right now, give me the Ravens' number one wide receiver over a lot of these wide receiver twos and wide receiver threes on other teams. I love me some Bateman this year. All right, everybody, that is going to wrap up this rapid fire Wednesday episode on wide receivers that will exceed their ADP. I apologize. My episodes are usually not this short and they probably will never again be this short. However, I have been really, really buckling down on this rankings. I've been doing research on top of research, on top of research, on top of research, updating my rankings nonstop. When you look at my rankings, I'm telling you right now, you're not going to see any rankings like it. I'm not just going to pick up a book and copy and paste it onto sportsethos.com. That's not what I'm going to do. I broke my tail with these research because I want to give you the most clear-cut rankings. I ain't no cookie-cutter ranker. I'm telling you right now, I did my research. I promise you, I put in the hours. So make sure when it drops, you check it out. And if you haven't already, follow me at Twitter, at JP Sticko. Make sure you're on there because I'm asking poll questions. All the receivers that you heard here on my podcast, I also mentioned in threads on Twitter. So make sure you're following me there. It's going to be very important as we get closer to the season because I'm going to be answering start and sit questions right from that Twitter. Haven't already? Make sure you follow it. If you also haven't already, subscribe to this podcast, like it, rate it, tell me what you think. As always, peace, love, and fantasy football. I'll see you all on Friday.